Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. Illegal aliens being trafficked in America. Human trafficking. What? <laughs> we'll talk about that. We have Jason Whitlock, Miranda Devine, my buddy Braxton McCoy. All that's coming up tonight on I'm Right. Let me tell you something before we get into the illegal immigration part of it. Let me tell you something that's odd about doing TV and radio for a living. Because I'm brand new to this, remember? I just I lived a normal life before all this. I've only been doing this a couple years. One of the things you notice when you start doing TV and radio is you'll get a lot of this from people. A lot of this. Jesse, you should, you should do this. Jesse, you should uh, form a protest for this. Jesse, you should start this website. Jesse, you should start a list. You should, you should, you should, you should, you should. It's never... Jesse, I'm gonna. It's always you should. And I'm not complaining, I'm not complaining. It's, it's a study of human nature. And it makes me think. And I think about communism sometimes, and I think there's a relation to this. You see, communists, they never, ever, ever want to live under communism. They don't 
They don't. They simply don't. I mean, the, the Kims in North Korea, they're always some of the most wealthy people in the world. Vladimir Lenin ate pretty well. Stalin, Mao, all of them, they're all filthy rich. All the Central Committee guys are rich with mansions and chauffeurs and steak dinners. Everyone else, it sucks, but for them, you know, life's pretty good. And I think the American communist, I think a lot of what you see from the American communist, I think it's that same kind of mentality. I do. I think they want something done. They want to feel good. They want to feel like they're giving back. They just don't want to do it or ever experience it. That's why the border stuff is so very fascinating. What have you heard for years? As southern states, remember, I've lived in California, I've lived in Arizona, I've done work in New Mexico, and I currently live in Texas. So believe me when I tell you I know all about the southern border. I've been down there more times than I can count. One of the things that's fascinating is the two different worlds of the border states and then all the other northern places, all the, the, rich, the rich communist enclaves out there. Because the border states, here's what it's like. There are places here in the United States of America where you have to go get a friend and you both have to be armed, pick up your weapons, to go get the mail. That's real. That place exists. It's in Arizona. There are places here in the United States of America where there are entire classrooms of kids who don't even speak English here. Places here where the hospitals along the border have either closed or they're crumbling. This is, this is normal life when you live along the southern border. You experience this constant influx of people who don't belong here and should be rejected at the border and deported immediately. And yet they're pouring into your country at all times and pouring into your community at all times. And they're taking up goods and services and they bring crime with them and they bring drugs with them and the rapes go up. And it's, it's horrible. It's, it's absolutely awful. And yet it never, ever stops. But why? Well, all the people who live in these fancy, rich, white places, the truth is, on top of many of them wanting to collapse the country, it makes them feel good. It's the ultimate, you should. Hey, we should take in illegal immigrants. You should take in illegal immigrants, I mean. Hey, you should keep the border open. Hey, you should accept the tired, the poor, the wretched mass. You should, you should, you should. Now, they don't want to experience any of that, of course, but you should. You definitely should. And that's why I'm getting quite a kick out of this whole... Greg Abbott, as much as I've been displeased with Greg Abbott, I want to give him credit because I believe he was the first to start rounding up these illegal immigrants and sending them to places like New York and D.C. I want to make sure I give him credit for that. Now Heavy D is apparently getting in on it. They're sending them to these places where these people master in, you should. Hey, you should. You should. Well, now you get to experience it. Now, look, it's we. Now it's become we. And it is interesting that all this stuff is coming off the heels of Dome sitting down for a TV interview and saying, hey, the border's secure. Would you call the border secure? The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border's secure? We have a secure border... Mm, secure. Oh, well, 
Right on the heels of that interview, Greg Abbott loaded up 100 illegal immigrants and sent them to her house. Good. Now, now I do need to clarify something here. I need to clarify something all the way. This is a smart move. This is a good move. This is forcing the national media to discuss something they love to ignore, and that's illegal immigration and the plight of what these communities in the South go through. So I like this move. I like that you're making them feel it. I like that this is forcing the media to talk about it. This is a good move. But let's also understand something here. This is not a solution. Taking people who shouldn't be in the country at all and busing and flying them to various parts of the country is not a solution. Yeah, it's a temporary win. Woohoo, I'm happy. This is not a solution. You understand that any sane nation, doesn't matter, left, right, whatever, it doesn't even matter the time period, any sane nation, go back a thousand years ago, any sane nation, they tell illegal immigrants at their border, you can't come in. If they discover illegal immigrants, men, women, and children within their border, they say, you're, you're arrested, you might even serve prison time, but no matter what, you're arrested and you're being deported. That's not harsh or cruel. That's how a nation remains a nation. That's how a sovereign nation remains so. So let's do understand the overall goal here and the overall reason for why we have an open border. The overall reason is the people who run the country hate the country. Look, you can do a little test on this for yourself. Do you believe in being inclusive? Oh, you do? You believe in it? Okay. Who babysits your kids? Aren't you being inclusive? Do you have a convicted sex offender babysitting your kids? Does the guy who babysits your kids, is it a dude? Does he have a teardrop tattoo on his face? Why not? Why aren't you inclusive? The truth is, everyone who claims they're inclusive is a liar. You, wanna, you want things to be inclusive, like the country, when you don't give a crap about them. Anything you actually care about, like your kids, you want that to be very exclusive. You can actually tell how much you care about something by how inclusive you want it to be. If you want it to be inclusive, you hate it. The overall reason we have an open border and we have flooded this country with tens of millions of people who do not belong here, aren't loyal to this place, they're completely destroying our culture. The reason you have that in this country is because the people who run the country don't have any love for it at all. Because they don't have any love for it, they want it to be a very, very inclusive place. And look, you want to know what the most kind and loving immigration policy is? A harsh and brutal immigration policy. Why? Because it stops it. Right now, we have probably the largest human trafficking wave in the entire planet taking place across our southern border. The things that happen to women and children there, they're unspeakably bad, unspeakably bad. How do you stop that? You stop that by being brutally harsh for even a small period of time with everyone who shows up at the border. You show up at the border, sorry, nope, we're full. Turn around and start walking back down south. You don't get a bus, you don't get a plane. Here's a compass, that's south, start walking. Sounds mean, right? Oh my goodness, Jesse, you're so mean. How long do you think it would take for the word to travel back down, back down south that America's closed for business? 
it would be almost immediate. And then all that human trafficking, it would stop. The kindest, most tolerant border policy in the world is a harsh, brutal border policy. So what do we have? We actually have the cruelest border policy you could possibly have. We have a wide open border and they all know it. Shoot, this guy, this guy said it on camera. Is the border closed? Do you believe that the border is closed or is it open? It's open, not closed. The border is open. The border is open. Do you believe that all the migrants believe that the border is open? Yeah, everybody believes that the border is open. It's open because we enter, we come in free. No problem. And, and But it's open for you to come illegally, right? Illegally, yes, illegally, that's true. And you came illegally? Yeah, we came illegally, not legal. The word has gotten out. You show up at the border, you'll be allowed in. As a result, we have disaster. Close down the border. More than just close down the border, hire tens of thousands of new ICE agents to go kick in doors and deport entire families who are here illegally. No, not just the standard GOP line. Let's go get the criminals, guys. All of them. Pack up your stuff and get out. That's a border policy. That's the border policy of a country that wants to remain a country. Of course, if you're not interested in that, then just keep doing what we're doing. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We'll talk to my buddy Braxton McCoy about that and other things in just a moment before we get to Braxton. What we need to be is bold and strong. That's what we need to be. We are a nation, let's be frank, of effeminate men. And that's a big reason why all of our policies are so, so inclusive and pathetic. We are the low T America. Testosterone levels are half, half of what they were 50 years ago. That's the end of civilization here in this country if that trend continues. Chuck's trying to change it, not with chemicals either not with big pharma crap, with natural herbal supplements, natural. Go to choq.com, fellas, get a male vitality stack. Take it for 90 days, 20% increase in your testosterone. Ladies, female vitality stack. You ready to feel better, more energy, ready to go? They have all natural herbal supplements and more than I could ever list here. CHOQ.com, promo code Jesse. We'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. La, pre La Presidenta Harris dice que frontera cerrado. La frontera es... Cerrado or abierto? Abierto. Abierto. So what she's saying, Steve, I asked her, Vice President Harris says that the border is closed. She says it's open as we... Yeah, we know the border's open. Anyone who's lived anywhere down south for decades has known the border's always been open because these people hate the country. 
and we should be arresting them and deporting them to the South freaking pool. But I guess we'll have to settle for Martha's Vineyard. Joining me now, my buddy Braxton McCoy, McCoy, retired Army Sergeant, author of the book, The Glass Factory, which I would recommend. All right, Braxton, I like it. It's a political stunt, obviously, but fairly effective, at least as bringing the subject into the news, but it's not an immigration policy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the best thing Abbott's ever done. <laughs> I mean, I, we can go at least that yeah. far. Uh, the, the more D.C. looks like Tijuana, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I wonder how long-lasting something like is, though, because I do think it is a political stunt. It's not as if they're going to stop flooding the country with people who don't belong here. They're going to keep doing that. It's going to find a way to dump them on somebody else. Yeah, and I, I think the main problem is that it's really just play into the base, like they always do, like you say, political stunt. And I, a lot of us uh, online start to get hopeful when you see, like, the mayor of New York complaining, what's his name, Eric or whatever, um, complaining about the illegal immigrants coming in. They feel like it's some kind of victory, but it's, it's really not. Like, it's not going to change any white liberal cat mom's opinion on immigration. Probably not. All right, let's get to the military part of this, because, I, look... I obviously know about, and I know you know about the purge of our military, the vaccine purge, the soft purge, the young, young, young men like yourself, like you once were, not anymore. They're not going to join this kind of military. They're simply not. The pipe hitters who are in are getting out. I know you're flooded with messages from them. I certainly am. And so what we have is a military that is rapidly turning into something ugly, which brings us to Joe Biden giving a speech with Marines flanking him and then Corinne Diversity Hire saying this. The presence of the Marines at the speech was intended to demonstrate the deep and abiding respect uh, the president has for these service, service members, uh, to these ideals uh, and the unique role our independent military plays in defending our democracy. So Braxton, to see if I have this right, the Marines are there because they defend democracy right after Joe Biden gave, gave a speech saying that I'm a threat to democracy. About a thousand times he said that, that I'm a threat to democracy, I seek to undermine democracy. Exactly how am I supposed to take that, Braxton? Well, it's pretty clear that they're trying to turn us, they keep using the word terrorist describing like just general white people in general. I mean, it's in the constitution yeah. that you swear an oath to says that you'll defend it uh, before enemies foreign and domestic and they're pretty clearly trying to play that line with these people and what makes me nervous is some of my sf buddies uh they've been talking about they think maybe 30 percent of their team would be willing to shoot americans you know and I, I used to be one of those guys that thought the military would never turn but i don't know if i believe that anymore 30 percent of even the sf guys see this is what i've been trying to explain to people how deep the rot goes Bra braxton how do we if you, were to, if you were to take over tomorrow, how do you fix that? That's a problem. That's a danger. That's extremely dangerous. How do you fix that? You walk into the Pentagon and fire everyone down to captain, major level, and maybe even some of those. And, and the good thing of uh, all these diversity hires and stuff, they make it... Uh, they make it easy to know who to get rid of. You know, if you're one of the people that was vocal about this, all this, you know, trans in the military and you know, getting the right amount of uh, melatonin or what, or what is it? Uh, anyway, you know, melanin in there and all this, like those are the people that go first. You, you do that, fire them, like whatever president comes in, just start firing people and then get rid of the Pentagon altogether as far as I'm concerned. That's the only way out. All right, well, this also comes on the heels of Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping meeting today. I, I don't see how that works out good. 
I mean, good for Biden, right? It's, it seems to work out okay for his family whenever he has these kind of meetings. Uh, not good for us. Braxton McCoy, thank you, my man. Thank you. All right. The Hunter Biden stuff, the Facebook working with the FBI, that stuff's really ugly. Not really in the news anymore, just kind of disappeared. It's really, really, really ugly. We're going to talk to Miranda Devine about that in a second. Before we do that, are you stuck in a timeshare? Do you want out? Don't feel embarrassed if you're stuck in a timeshare. That's what they do. They get these people in with these fancy seminars and look at the beach house and they get you signed up and then you can't get out. You're done with it, you stop using it, maybe you never used it, they won't let you out. Lone Star Transfer will get you out. This is a family business. They've helped over 16,000 people legally and permanently get out of their timeshare. They can help you. Help is a phone call away, one phone call. Call 844-310-2646. 844-310-2646, all right? One phone call or go to LoneStarTransfer.com. They guarantee it. They guarantee it in a specific time frame. How about that? Call Lone Star today. We'll be back. This is a hyper-political issue, so depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much, but, right. but we weren't sort of as black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which you know, I still view as a legitimate institution in this country, it's a very professional law enforcement, they come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something, then I want to take that seriously. That's still... That's still probably the biggest jaw-dropping story that everyone just kind of forgot about in about 24 to 48 hours. Joining me now, Miranda Devine, of course, great columnist with the New York Post and author of the book you should have read by now, Laptop from Hell. Miranda, um, before we get to Hunter Biden, I want to talk about Facebook and the FBI because this, it still it staggers me that this, people aren't staying on this story. The FBI unprompted went to Facebook and told them to censor something on behalf of Joe Biden. I do have that correct, right? Yes, and look, what's even more sinister is that at that time, the FBI was spying on Rudy Giuliani's cloud. Uh, they, they had begun this covert surveillance uh, warrant on Rudy Giuliani within weeks of his becoming the then sitting president, Trump's uh, private attorney. And they were still surveilling him and his all his emails and all his text messages at the time that he received the email from the laptop repair shop guy in Delaware uh, telling him what he had. And they also would have seen the text messages between me and Rudy Giuliani, uh, which would have given them an indication of uh, when the New York Post was going to be publishing. And so... Uh, they knew, they were forewarned, and then uh, shortly before, we don't know exactly when because neither Facebook nor the FBI will tell us, but sometime shortly before we published our story in October of 2020, uh, the FBI went to Facebook and Zuckerberg is, is there saying, don't blame us, blame the FBI, uh, and gave them uh, gave Facebook enough specific information and detail about the story they knew was coming uh, enough detail so that Facebook, um, in very short order, within a couple of hours, 
knew knew that our story was exactly what the FBI had been warning them about. That was Russian disinformation, which of course it wasn't. Uh, it was the story about Joe Biden's involvement in his son's um, overseas business deals uh, in, in contravention to his assurances to the American public during the campaign that he knew nothing about Hunter Biden's business deals. It was all there in emails, in documents, on the laptop. And uh, Facebook and Twitter immediately moved to censor us. And they now are telling us, Mark Zuckerberg is telling us, that he did that on the say-so of the FBI. Okay, so I just want, I make, I want to make sure I have this correct, because this is all, all new information. To me, they were, they were spying on Trump's attorney and so they're going to know your coordination and communication with Trump's attorney, and they preempted your story by approaching Facebook. Miranda, I don't want to sound naive, but that doesn't sound legal at all. That has to be a violation of the law, right? Well, I mean, the, the surveillance warrant they had on Rudy Giuliani was legitimate because they managed to get a judge to sign off on it. Um, you know, we've seen this with all the uh, Pfizer uh, applications and the, the Russiagate story that um, judges, are, are, you know, seem to be all too ready to sign off on FBI warrants. And I guess they they expect and they trust that the FBI is not pulling a Swifty, uh, but clearly they have been pulling a Swifty. I love that. That's really good. I'm stealing that from you, Miranda. All right. Now, we have this story drops today, courtesy of you. Um, they're spying on people who question the election. I believe this is still a free country, and I'm allowed to question the election all I want, right? Well, it seems not anymore. I, I feel more and more that we're living in a sort of an East Germany situation with the Stasi spying on us and uh, enlisting informants to spy on their neighbours. Um, what we have is uh, from whistleblowers within the Department of Justice. These are really courageous individuals who can no longer live with their consciences now that they are fully aware of uh, the sort of shenanigans that's going on inside the FBI and the DOJ when it comes to persecuting and pursuing and spying on uh, conservatives, basically political opponents of the current administration. And so in this particular case, what these uh, brave whistleblowers have told us is that, um, that Facebook uh, is in some way spying on Americans uh, private messages on Facebook and then um, whether they're using an algorithm to look for particular words, uh, they are sh basically shopping, informing to the FBI, sending part these messages partly redacted. Um, if someone is questioning the 2020 election, if someone is expressing anti-government, anti-authority uh, uh, sentiments, all of these um, perfectly... Uh, legal, protected by the First Amendment expressions are uh, being uh, sent to the FBI and um, outside of the normal legal pro process without a subpoena, without a warrant. Um, and uh, now Facebook denied that this was happening yesterday. And so the only way this can be happening if Facebook is not lying, if they're telling the truth, um, is that uh, someone at Facebook is uh, being protected by the FBI as a confidential human source to pass on this material and therefore their identity, their, um, their actions are protected and the FBI doesn't have to reveal anything about the way they got that information before they then farm out this 
this data to various FBI field officers who then have to go and get a subpoena to legally, officially obtain this information, but they know where to look, they know what to ask for because Facebook has already shown it to them. And, uh, you know, the the people that I have spoken to, these, these sources, these whistleblowers, say that when those leads are then investigated, they're just a complete waste of time. These people have done nothing criminal. Uh, they, you know, some of them are fired up after the election. Now they're angry about the 2020 election, but they're just talking about um, protests or going to vote or there's nothing criminal, there's nothing violent, there's nothing illegal in their, in their expressions, in their utterances, in their language. And yet they've been, uh, you know, they, they get a knock on the door from the FBI. It is a shocking level of corruption. Miranda Devine, New York Post. Go read that article or hers from today. Thank you, Miranda. I appreciate you. Thank you, Jason. Break the FBI into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds. This level of corruption cannot be reformed. It, it can't. That rod is simply too deep. Every day, every day we find out more, and every day it gets worse. All right, we're going to talk to Jason Whitlock next. You know I miss the NFL. I don't watch those scumbags anymore, but I miss them. Talk to Jason about that. He knows a bit about that. Before we get to that, let's talk about you and your finances. Your financial security, I guess I should say. Now, you, you understand the Fed just announced they're going to have a massive rate hike, right? You know that's going to purposely put us in a recession. That's in that the intention is to drive us into a recession. They've basically admitted as much. So why would you do that? They're so concerned about hyperinflation and they're concerned they can't control it. The value of you, the value of your dollar is going down every single day. Get some gold coins in your hand. It has never been more important to get some gold coins in your hand, in your physical possession. Oxford Gold Group will mail them to your front door. They're super laid back. They're great people. I sent my dad there. That's how much I trust them. They will take care of you, I promise. Call 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They're easy, but you need to do this. 833-995-GOLD. We'll be back. I miss football. There, I said it. You know, I was an obsessive NFL fan for years. Did you know, right when I got out of the Marines this years ago, that I used to, because I was living in a place where I didn't know anybody, on Sundays, I would prep for Saturday. I'd get a bunch of burger and a bunch of beer and whatnot. And on Sunday, I would just sit down by myself in my apartment and I would just watch the NFL for eight, nine hours a day. This was the norm. This is not abnormal. I could name you all 53 men on the Giants roster most of my life. I haven't watched a game in years. And I miss it. I do. Not going back, but I miss it. Joining me now, my friend Jason Whitlock, host of the great Fearless, one of my favorite shows out there. Jason I miss it, man. I'm not going back, but on Sunday, it really hit me this last Sunday. Neighbors were having a big old football party and fantasy teams and, and everything else, and I wanted to be there, and I couldn't be. Jesse, you know what shocked me this weekend is how much football I did end up watching, because last year I didn't watch nearly as much as in previous years, and I watched all of Monday Night Football from start to finish. 
I watched the Sunday night football game uh, from start to finish. I, I got to they've roped me back in just a little bit. I understand all the animus. I don't like, I, I really have lost a great deal of respect for the players. I don't like them nearly as much. Uh, big fan of Aaron Rodgers because of the way he handled the vaccine situation. But that's pretty much it. I, the rest of these guys, you know, enjoy them as athletes, but they've really irritated me with their stupidity and just how woke they are and how controlled they are by social media and corporate interests. So I get it. I did, but I just happened to enjoy this past weekend and kind of looking forward to week two. <laughs> you know, don't be ashamed. When did it happen to the players? Because I'm not naive. I don't think NFL players were saints. I mean, to be frank, the, the authentic NFL jersey I still have in my home is a Lawrence Taylor jersey. I know the players are not saints. They're football players. I get that. But I don't remember it ever being like this. There was never this racial animus. There was never anything. It was just that was part of the beauty of football. It just wasn't there. And then all of a sudden, wham, I'm bombarded with this crap. When and how did that happen? It's the advent and the popularity of social media, Jesse. It's just destroyed locker room environments, the culture around sports. Sports used to drive our culture. It used to be the leader of our culture and was a part of like really promoting racial harmony. Social media does just the opposite. The players, uh, because of all the branding opportunities and what their handlers, their agents tell them, they're all addicted to social media and Twitter, Facebook, Instagram sets the agenda for these guys, tells them what they should say, what they should think. And so as social media has become more popular and more powerful, and these guys have basically become robots for their brands and their social media accounts, and they want to all be influencers. And so that's the change. And so that's why they all sound the same, talk the same, uh, are unwilling to say what they really think, because everything that comes out of their mouth is is concerned about how's this going to land on Twitter or Instagram and we know that those systems have been rigged to reward a very divisive way of talking about America a very divisive way of talking about race and so they just feed the machine what the machine demands Okay, help me understand this, though, because, uh, all right, so we have some 23-year-old NFL players, been a football star his whole life, so we know, I know you know, his life's been pretty good, right? He didn't, he didn't have to study quite as hard as the other kids. Life's been pretty good, so okay, that, that guy's naive. All right, fine. But like you said, these guys have people. They have agents, they have all, they have the, the teams themselves, older men, and often oftentimes women, who do understand the business end of it, and the business end says it's better to just shut up when it comes to social issues and politics. Doesn't it? Is that not the better business model? I don't need you to be on the right or the left. Shut your mouth and go throw passes. No. The, the business model now is not to shut up. The business model now is to promote the global agenda. The business model now is to do whatever enhances your popularity in China. Anti-American sentiment enhances your popularity in China. 
particularly as it relates to basketball players, but this is pervasive because Nike is such an influencer of the sports world. It is the main driver of the sports world. Nike cares far more about the 1.4 billion consumers in China than the 330 million uh. we have here in America. And so, again, all the incentive now, it's best to express anti-American sentiment uh, because we've allowed, you know, China has taken over Hollywood. China has taken over all of our culture, pop culture industries, TV. And so they're no different. The athletes now are no different than the TV actors that we see at the Emmys or the big screen actors we see at the Oscars. You know, listen to these athletes talk. You you can't distinguish them from Amy Schumer or anybody else. That is, I didn't even consider the population difference. Of course, in China would be more profitable for you. Okay, uh, college though. I've been getting my football fixed by watching my beloved Buckeyes on the weekend. I know colleges are wretched, but the teams themselves. I don't see a lot of politicking out there. You'd think there'd be more of it. They're even younger and dumber. Why haven't I seen a lot of that? Well, because the college athletes right now are still addicted to uh, local, the local economy, the domestic economy, Ah. this whole name, image, and likeness thing, it's not being driven by Nike or the global corporations. There's car dealerships right in Tuscaloosa or Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, there are American companies and American businessmen uh, that are driving the name, image, and likeness thing in college sports. Once these guys get to the pros, though, it becomes the global corporations that are most influential, and particularly a sport like the NBA that wants to expand its reach globally, uh, whereas the University of Michigan, no one cares about whether people in China watch Michigan football or basketball. Uh, they, they don't really care about a, a global audience. That's the difference. So right now, you know, the athletes don't have to be near as woke because it doesn't financially benefit them. But all of those guys feel like they're in training to one day join the NFL or NBA. And so they're going to be pretty quiet and, and just get on board with what they think will work for them uh, when they reach the professional level. But for right now, with, with you know, just all the local business people financing their success, yeah, they're, they're going to shut up and not say anything. Speaking of the name and likeness, I wanted to ask you about this. I see this as such an obvious train wreck coming that's just going to wreck college sports. And this is, I mean, this is how I see it. Okay, so the quarterback at Texas gets a million bucks, offensive lineman at Alabama gets a whole bunch Guess who's not getting paid? The female softball player nobody gives a crap about. Now, that would be one thing, except we now live in an era where she's going to feel oppressed and victimized and put upon, and I want what the power forward makes. And soon that turns into a lawsuit, and all this stuff comes crashing down. Am I totally crazy? But I see this coming a mile away. Uh, not a thousand percent sure on that because one the female athletes are getting something which is more than what they used to get and they're probably smart enough to realize 
that the softball player, even the women's college basketball player, they know anything they get name, image, and likeness-wise is gravy uh, because they're just not generating that kind of money. Jesse, just as a college football fan, you say you're watching Ohio State. Here's where I think the real impact is going to be, and this is my prediction for this year. This is going to be the most chaotic college football season filled with upsets that we've ever seen because I think all of these players now are virtually all completely uncoachable. And so I think it's going to be harder to do what Nick Saban did at Alabama and consistently stay on top and win games. I think teams week in and week out are going to be more inconsistent because I do think there's chaos within those locker rooms and the real competition is going to be, hold on, the quarterback has this name, image, and likeness deal, but he got benched after week three, and now I'm playing, and I'm not getting nearly as much money as he was getting. Or he's been benched, and there's a wide receiver sitting around saying, hey, I should be getting more money. They paid this quarterback. I think there's all that kind of competitive envy, jealousy, uh, within these college football locker rooms. And I think it's going to lead to a lot of chaos on the field and just a lot of inconsistent play. I, I, my prediction is no one goes undefeated this season and that the eventual national champion of the tournament, this is just my prediction, going to have two losses. I can see it a mile away. Cause people talk about how petty and jealous women are with each other when it comes to looks. It's true. But men are just as bad when it comes to finances, let alone 18-year-old, 19-year-old men. Oh, yeah. A professional success. Woo! Jason Whitlock, you are the best, my friend. Please come back soon. Thank you, Jesse. I love that guy. You know, I was reading Jason Whitlock. I, gosh, I was... I had to be 15 or 16 years old, and I would read everything Jason Whitlock wrote about the NFL and everything else. That's so cool. He comes on the show now. <laughs> How about that? All right, we got Lighten the Mood coming up next. Before we get to Lighten the Mood, let's get to Lighten Your Nose. Ah, that actually didn't come off very well at all. Let's talk about Eden Pure Thunderstorm <laughs> and how it cleans the air in your home. Cleans the air. I need to stress this. This is not the weird oil thing you plug into the wall that puts out some awful smell that you think covers up for the dog. This will clean your air. It, just like nature does after a thunderstorm. That's why they call it that. These things are miracles. I started out, I own one. My sons walked into my room, smelled how great my room smelled, and promptly stole it and ran back to their room with it. So I went out and bought two more. Now, because I'm a proud owner of three of these things, they offer a deal for my viewers. You have to go to EdenPureDeals.com. Code JESSE gets you a three-pack for $200 off. How about that? And free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Code JESSE. We'll be back. What... Martial arts should you study to protect yourself? Well, we're going to do a light in the mood and an informative light in the mood. We'll do that in just a second. Before we get to that, let's do this really quickly. People ask me all the time if I will do something to try to aid our cause. Because I talk about putting our money where our morals are. 
And so as a result, people, understandably, they want resources. How do I do that? Jesse, help! Jesse, you should start a website. Tell us which companies to go to. I don't have to. Public SQ has done this for us. Their values are our values. They have come up with an app. It's right there on your phone. You're going out shopping, looking for goods and services, goods and services in your area. Public SQ will tell you who shares your values. Remember, being purposeful with your money isn't just avoiding spending money at Target. It's making sure when you spend it, you spend it with somebody who shares your values. Go to Public SQ. Download Public SQ in the App Store today, all right? All right. Now, let's do this. I understand that a lot of people do a lot of different things when it comes to self-defense, right? So I have people ask me, hey, Jesse, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I'm not some tough guy, you know, that I, I'm not some expert on any of these things. But my buddy Braxton McCoy, who was on earlier in the show, actually, he's the one who said this, and he's 100% true. If your form of martial arts is not represented in cage fighting in the UFC, it's useless. You want to be able to handle yourself? Be able to handle somebody on the ground, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and or wrestling or grappling or something like that. Boxing, kickboxing, also good things. Maybe some judo. Beyond that, most of these things, they're all for show. They're all for show. But I'm gonna come back to what I just said at the beginning. Handling somebody on the ground. One of the great UFC fighters from my day, Bass Rutan, he said famously, if you were to take a grappling class for one month, one month, ground fighting, one month, you'd be able to beat up 90% of the people you meet on the street. You want an example? Well, there was a lady in Chick-fil-A with a baby. She was getting carjacked. I don't know this gentleman's background who worked at Chick-fil-A and stopped it, but I can tell you this from this video, this human being has trained in some way in wrestling, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, or some form of grappling on the ground. That's how it's done. I'll see you. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.
The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. Those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Jesse.